0: men of genius. Real men of genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Supermarket Produce Putter Outer. Mr. Supermarket Produce Putter Outer. You have perhaps the greatest job known to man, squeezing giant melons all day long. Love those squishy melons. When women come in looking for squash, you say, perhaps I can interest you in my giant zucchini. That ain't no... He, me. Day in and day out, women step on your grapes, and you don't even flinch. Hello. Is that a banana in your pocket? No, it's a plantain. Boy, boy, so crack open a nice cold Bud Light, oh king of the kumquats, because if one guy has to bundle our plums, we're glad it's you. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
1: Hello and welcome to week four in review of the RBFFL and it was this week that the COVID-19 pandemic hit the NFL. Uh, one game postponed until week seven, that was the Steelers-Titans and one game has been, well, another game postponed to Monday, uh, that was the Patriots and the Chiefs. Uh, the President of the United States of COVID-19, uh, that's a completely different podcast for another time, but uh, it definitely shows that this season is gonna be very unusual, and there could be a bunch of these types of weeks. Uh, we're gonna jump right into the recap. Uh, we'll go through the standings at the end, but some standings not unlike most other seasons are very very close and we're seeing wins and losses on any given week be uh, you know fluctuating. Uh, we do have still a one undefeated team um, which you know that <laughs> that's uh, in week four usually have a few more and we have one team without a win and that also is unusual. Uh, we're going to go straight to that game. And it was the Menai Maulers, 125, defeating the Frio Finns, 101. A uh, couple of hundred point games, uh, teams. Uh, and there's going to be a couple of hundred point scoring teams that lost this week, that's for sure. Uh, for the Maulers, 4 0. They, they stay undefeated. Uh, 12 for Ryan on Monday night. Probably thought he was going to get better than that. Um, Cook was outstanding. He had 31, uh, three for Cobb, 28 for Lamb, uh, two for Higby, four for Chubb, but he now uh, is being put on IR. Uh, he's injured like a lot of others. 26 for Evans was a great score. special teams got 19. On the bench, uh, not that much to report. I guess uh, Miller with 17. Not sure whether you can expect that every week. For the Frio Finns, disappointing to lose with 100. uh, 13 for Breeze, uh, nine for Peterson. Watkins didn't score due to a fumble he had. Jefferson looks good as a rookie, 15. Three for Graham, he got inserted this week. Jones had 17. Uh, Kittle 32, nice to see him come back. Special teams had 12. Um, On the bench, uh, there's still really no additional help there. Uh, there's more IR spots required, but now with Barkley on the team for next year, it's going to be quite interesting. Next game we'll review is the Budgies, 108, defeating the Crabs, 74. For the Budgies, 23 for Watson. Uh, good numbers in the fourth quarter for Watson. 17 for Kamara, 2 for Hilton, 29 for Cooper. Dallas just giving them little garbage-time shootouts. Uh, this another loss for them though. Three for Olson, 10 for Robinson. Cup was very good with 21. Special teams combined for just three. Uh, on the bench, Singletary had 13. Uh, Taylor had seven. Beasley, 12. So some interesting uh, bench players worth considering, that's for sure. For the Crabs, 19 for Mahomes, uh, Eckler is out 4-6, to six. he only had 1 before that happened. Galliday had 15, uh, Metcalf had 15, Kelsey had 7, uh, Henderson had 3. With Adams uh, ruling, being ruled out, Shepard came in, just 2 special teams combined for 12. On the bench, Gibson had 18, Gurley had 17. England had nine, so a few options. Willie uh, Cox had ten. It's gonna be a difficult run if I think for the crabs with injuries and with by We'll see how that all pans out. Next game on the on the schedule, a very close game, always the case. The wipeouts 105 defeated the Crab, uh, the cows 102 for the wipeouts. Jackson had 26. Uh, Jones was kind of the hero on Monday night, as he often is. He had 20. Four for Hopkins, that was surprising. Three for Lockett, also surprising. Hooper had 12. McKinnon had 15, because he'll continue to be viable whilst there's so many injuries in San Francisco. Anderson had nine special teams combined for 16 uh, on the bench. 19 for Hunt now becomes the starter and uh, probably a lone bar in Cleveland with the Chubb injury. McLaren had 16, not much else, but that's a fairly decent uh, bench selection group for next week. For the Cows, 102, 32 to Rogers, 6 for Gaston. Hill had 15. Ridley was definitely surprising, but shut out by uh, uh, Jair Alexander, a great cornerback for the Packers. 11, Hockinson, 15 for Crowder. Three for Edelman. And special teams combined for a pretty healthy 20. Uh, On the bench, 11 for Hardman. Sanders had nine. uh, Not much else. To report. So the wipeout's prevailing over the cows. The Costanzas get their first victory, 122, defeating the hamsters 115. Another close one. Dak Prescott 41. Again, I think by the way you kind of see Dallas just being so horrible, he's gonna continue to get big scores. Drake had three here is not working out. Jones, definitely not going to be playing the next couple of weeks. He was hobbling, he had three. Beckham, 43. Henry had three. Williams had three. Cooks didn't score special teams combined for 26 on the bench. 12 for Edmonds, actually playing better than Drake. Allaire had eight, got benched again. Um, Not much else to report. Damien Harris is back. Um, and he had 15 for the Patriots. So, for the Hamsters, 21 for Wilson, not his usual 40 point self, but still very good. 5 for White, got involved, but not as much as expected. Diggs had 16, 23 for Smith, Ertz had 2, 4 for Debo Samuel, it's good have him back. Schultz had 16, nice addition there, and Special Teams had 28. good special teams effort on the bench. Vaughan had 11. Harry had 11. Judy had 18. So, some interesting selections, but it was the Costanzas prevailing over the Hamsters. Next game up, another 100-plus score for both teams, but it was the Dockers, 120. Handing the Queens their first loss with 109. For the Dockers, Allen had 25, continues to look very good. Gordon had 30 on Thursday night. Uh, very involved in the game, and uh, with Lindsay not there, he's getting more carries. Two to take. Woods had three. Andrews had 23, nice for him to bounce back. Sanders had seven. Parker had 16. Special teams combined for 14. On the bench, Kirk had 10. Tonien had a whopping 36 with three touchdowns and looked very good for a team that is winning at the moment, pretty comfortably, the Packers. So the Dockers 120 defeated the Queens 109 for the Queens. 20 to Murray, 16 for Davis, and Davis being has been a bit of a uh, valuable addition since McCaffrey dropped out with, uh, with his injury, but he could be back relatively soon. Thielen bounced back with 25. Robinson with 24, a couple of good scores there. Gazeki had one. Eight for Johnson, four for Moore. Special teams had 11. Uh, on the bench, Chris Carson, probably unexpected starter, um, but uh, was left on the bench, he had 22. Murray had 19, Swift had 14, Fuller had 24, Egan's had eight, Landry had nine. Some very, very good scores from the bench. So uh, lots to choose from for the queens, looking very, very strong with lots of depth. And you kind of need that depth when you going through a season like this, but the Doffins did prevail, 102 to 109. And the last game I'll review, uh, it's hard to review a game the Devils won 66 to 51. Yeah, okay, so let's start with the Devils. Let's start actually with the Devils bench. Mixon, 44. Yeah, that kind of like sums up the tragic Devils. Brady had 33, that was half the score. Uh, 10 to Elliott, one to Green, he's injured. Two to Gallup, he's irrelevant. Three to Fant, he's a joke. Six to Jacobs, he's been disappointing. I don't even know who Hamler is, uh, but he didn't score and he now is questionable for next week. Special teams, second biggest scorer uh, with 12. Did I mention that Mixon had 44 on the bench? Uh, Nothing else on the bench to talk about. Um, 66, but sometimes that'll get you a win against the Muddies at 51. 20 is Stafford, seven for Montgomery, six for Allen. Boyd had nine, Waller had four. Jones didn't score, Ayuk had 10. Special teams combined for minus five. Uh, Note to self, if you're a Cowboys fan, doesn't mean you have to put the Cowboys defense in. They got smoked. On the bench, 27 for Chark. it's been hard to put him in, but yeah, once he's in, uh, in the lineup, he probably, uh, well, he was the difference maker, there's no doubt about that. Um, and of course, if Dallas hadn't been Pittsburgh, he wouldn't even playing, had it been put in, he would have got a little bit closer. Uh, so, just the devils prevail over the Mudcats. Ah, interesting uh, situation there. So, let's get to the standings. In the North, the 4-0 Warriors are now the top-ranked team in the RBFL uh, and, and rightly so, scoring very, very nicely. 540 points they've scored. Uh, they've got, you know, the, the second high, or uh, the highest uh, points scored and deserve to be 4-0. The Queens are 3-1. and one. Also scoring nine, and the wipeouts two and two, and uh, they're the fourth ranked. So we've got the one, three, and four in one division. And the wipeouts are actually scoring pretty well. They're about the third highest score scoring team. In the south, uh, we've got the cows at two and two, uh, the dockers are at two and two, and the Frio Fins are at zero and four. A little bit of trouble there. Trying to get themselves out of a situation, I think, by trading an IR running back for another IR running back. Hmm. Interesting trade. Are they already playing for next year? We will see. In the East, the Crabs are 3-1. Second ranked team. The Mudcats are 2-2. Two two. Uh, They're also looking pretty good. Um, but they've been scoring long. Uh, but really, Costanzas got off the uh, off the the winless trial. They are now one and three in the division. In the West, two and two Devils uh, have scored a very, very low amount of points, but still they're two and two. The Budgies are two and two probably look better as a team all around, and the Hamsters, unusually, are bringing up the rear in that division. They are one and three. Whew. So at this point in time, teams that would have made would make the playoffs: Maulers, Queens, Wipeouts, Cows, Dockers, Crabs, Mudcats, and Devils. But boy, this season got a long way to go. Um, some of the uh, matchups for next week could be pretty interesting. Oh, well, the Crabs play the Costanzas. Uh, some buys this week and some injuries could uh, put the Costanzas in a pretty good position, actually. Because uh, there are some players that now have to be considered for the Crabs. We'll see what the lineup looks like as we get closer to game day. The Maulers play the Queens, it's a very important game in the division. Let's so have a look at the uh, bye weeks, unaffected by byes. Both teams, interesting, very interesting. So they're full stream, steam ahead both teams. Uh, matchup, very great, very good matchup. The cows play the Dockers. There are some uh, bye week situations here. but This is a very good uh, matchup, and this will be an important matchup, no doubt about that. Two and two teams going to three and two, would be nice for the team that does that. For the next uh, matchup, the Mudcats play the Frio Fins. This could be a chance for the Frio Fins to get off the shrine. There are some injury, oh, sorry, some bi-week problems for the Mudcats besides tons of other problems. Uh, this one's going to go down to the wire, no doubt. Devils play the wipeouts. Back on the wipeouts there. Doesn't seem to be any vibe problems for either team. And the last game of the week is the budgies are playing the Hamsters again. They don't have any bi week issues. Uh, Injury is not really hurting either team. So, week four in the books. Let's see what COVID delivers this week. Have fun, everybody. Good luck. And bye for now. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius.
0: Today, we salute you, Mr. Giant Pocket Knife Inventor. Mr. Giant Pocket Knife Inventor. Because of you, we'll never be lost in the middle of a dense forest without a little plastic toothpick again. Won't get lost again. What's that bulge in my pocket? It's my knife. And my tweezers. And my scissors. And my spoon. And my bottle opener. And my fish scaler. And my leather awl, and my corkscrew, and my nail file, and my paring knife, and my hasp. What's a hat? So crack open an ice-cold Bud Light, Mr. Giant Pocket Knife Inventor, because you make our pockets bulge humongously with pride. And Mr. Giant Pocket Knife Inventor. Bud Light Beer, at Bush, St. Louis, Missouri. Real men of genius. Today, we salute you, Mr. Bathroom Stall Dirty Joke Writer. Mr. Bathroom Stall Dirty Joke Writer. Armed with your trusty marker, you do the impossible. Make an incredibly dirty place even dirtier. Scribble it down now. Your jokes make us pee our pants. Lucky for us, they're down around our ankles. Yeah! You answer our most vexing question. Whatever happened to the man from Nantucket? Oh, that's a good one. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, oh ruler of the rhyme. <sniffs> because when we're looking for a good time, we call you. Oh, Mr. Bathroom tall dirty Joe writer. Bud Light Beer, anheuser Bush, St. Louis, Missouri.
1: hello and welcome to week five in review of the rbffl a little strange this week we had a tuesday game which is obviously wednesday for you guys and no thursday game Uh, obviously lots of movement and fluid scheduling going on we also had a game postponed that was the broncos and the patriots they'll be back actually on sunday Moving around kind of bi-weeks and who's playing what week is going to be something we all have to get used to. And it's going to be really important, I think, that it's really just to watch the news, try to make changes at the last minute, um, and a possible suggestion of nominating each week one or two reserve players so that if in the situation on a Sunday morning here, which is obviously very, very late or in the middle of the night in Australia, there is a game that gets postponed. There's an opportunity for that reserve player or two, maybe a running back and a wide receiver slash tight end to actually be filled in. Something worth considering and maybe an email around to sort of see people's thoughts. Anyway, let's jump into the games. Because um, <clears throat> there were some good ones, actually. Uh, the first one I'm going to talk about uh, really did go down to the wire. Uh, it was the the Crabs, 122, defeating the Costanzas, 118. And uh, both teams had some issues when it comes to you know, those players that have been caught up in postponements and delays um, and some in game injuries. But let's just start with the Crabs 122. Mahomes even in a loss to Vegas was very good. He had 30 points, a couple of touchdowns, he rushed in a touchdown. Gurley actually had probably, well, not probably, best game of the season, best game in two or three seasons. 121 yards, he had a touchdown, also had a uh, 29 yards in the air, he had 25 points. Johnson uh, got injured on uh, the first catch that he made, didn't score. Metcalf, two touchdowns, uh, 93 yards receiving, 27 points. If anyone did get an opportunity to see that game, um, that last drive was all Wilson and Metcalf. Kelsey had 108 yards receiving and receiving touchdown at 24 points. Gibson had four. Mo Ali Cox didn't score. And special teams combined for 12. Um, the Chargers just hanging in there uh, as that, that game went into overtime. And once again, Chargers lost with uh, with a scoreline that was within one score. On the bench, again, just eliminating the quarterbacks. Henderson had 21. For the Costanzas, very, very close to winning this one. 118, I think. We'll all agree that really, really tough injury for Dak Prescott. Um, And a tough one for Kirsteans is because it happened at a point in the game I'm pretty sure Dak would have got an extra four points to tie and five to win. So, he ended up with 12. Tough break there. No pun intended. It was a bad break. Connor had 11. He had a rushing touchdown in 44 yards. Uh, Beckham sort of came back down to earth a bit at five points to 58 yards. Williams had 106 yards and a TD, 24 points. Uh, he looks really good. And, uh, Dolphins just crushed San Francisco. Henry had a touchdown at 23 yards for 11 points. edwards Alaire had eight. Struggled a little bit against uh, Vegas. And the big news overnight is that Le'Veon Bell Uh, has actually signed with Kansas City. So that'll definitely have an impact on Edwards-Alaire. Cooks, best game of the season, best game in five seasons, 161 yards and a touchdown He had 30 points. Special teams combined for 17. On the bench, good news is Roethlisberger and Bridgewater both scored pretty good your quarterback won numbers, 21 and 27, respectively. Drake had 12. He's been disappointed. Uh, he had 12. Williams bounced back with 109 yards and two TDs, 39 points. Be very interesting to see what happens with Keenan Allen. They have a bye this week coming up, so that'll change some things, but very interesting to see Williams doing well with Herbert. Edmonds had 14, so there is uh, some points on the bench. It's just a matter of bouncing back from a 1-4 start. Uh, and that's going to be one thing we'll have to watch. You know, really besides that game, no other games were, were close. Um, so, let's just plow through them because there were some good scores, though. The Queens 133 defeated, the previously undefeated, Maulers 73. Everyone has one of those games, um, and, and it was the Moors that had this week. For the Queens 133, great. Results: Murray's been a very, very good fantasy quarterback. 380 yards, passing touchdown, a rushing touchdown, 27 points. Mike Davis been a great fill-in for McCaffrey. 23 points with 89 rushing yards, 60 receiving yards and a touchdown. Thielen had two touchdowns and 80 yards for 26 points. Robinson had 90 yards, so he had nine points. Hayden Hurst didn't score. Uh, he's a little banged up. Not sure what the results are going to be there for the coming week. Carson, even though he wasn't used as much as usual, he had 13 points with a touchdown on 52 rushing yards. That was a great game. It was a great game to watch. Um, Fuller had a touchdown, 14 points. Special teams combined for a very nice 21. On the bench, DJ Moore bounced back uh, with 24 points. Uh, so something to kind of look out for. Not much else to report on the bench. For the Maulers, 73 points. Yeah, not their best week, but that's alright. You put one of these ones behind you. Ryan had five. Dalvin Cook had 14 rushing touchdown, went out of the game. Uh it's questionable for this week. Maybe he'll get less usage, but boy, when he's when he's rushing, rushing well, he looks amazing. Smith Schuster had two, that was less than usual. CeeDee Lamb looked good, 124 yards, 17 points. He, he looks like the best rookie. We'll see what happens with Dalton as the quarterback. Higby got a point. Mostad got 11, 90 yards. Uh, he, you know, in a losing effort, he looked strong. Uh, Evans had 13 with a touchdown. Uh, continues to do well. Special teams combined for 10. Uh, on the bench, Freeman had 14 with a rushing touchdown. So in New York, um, looks pretty good. Even though, uh, as I said, not to mention the kind of the quarterbacks, but Herbert, with thirty, is uh, looking like one of the best um, quarterback rookies, which which is good to see. So Queen one thirty three defeated the Maul, Maul is seventy three. The cows, whoa one seventy one. What a huge effort um, defeating the Dockers ninety three. And it's, you know losing with ninety three hard to kind of deal with. Let's just jump in. To, to the more, to the uh, sorry to the cows who are starting to look pretty good. Wentz had 13, two touchdowns. Gaskin had 14, touchdown, good yardage. Hill had 14 with a touchdown, 78 yards. Ridley had 136 receiving yards, he had 18. Jarius Smith had 22 with two touchdowns. Crowder had a touchdown, 116 yards, 25. Slayton had 129 yards, 17. Get this. Special teams combined. For 48, that's pretty good numbers. On the bench, Jared Cook had 17. Manuel Sanders had 17. Um, Seems looking good. And I think uh, and with McCaffrey potentially coming back, starting to look like a little bit of a dark horse. I haven't said that about the cows probably ever. So it's good to see the cows with a lot of depth. Some good scores coming out of Dockers, 93. They're right on the edge. They're a player or two short. Allen kind of let them down this week. Two touchdowns. He had the two picks at 11 points. Sanders had 25. Two rushing touchdowns and 80 yards. Looks really good. Pittsburgh, but not easy to run against. Tate had four. Woods had 22. A touchdown, a nice long touchdown. Andrews had a touchdown. He had 14 points. Uh, Gordon... This was a victim play because Gordon actually last minute went turned into a bye. So did the Patriots' defense. Parker had 14 with a touchdown. He's definitely he's been a good keeper. Myers had three. So, you know, you could easily have got this score up to about 112. But at the same time, they were not going to beat the Cows. And not much to report on the bench. Um, so, Cows, big winners. The Frio Finns get off the mark. A little uh, nick through the slips down the third man. They're on the, on the board. 121. Defeated the Mudcats. 68. Breeze had 24. Best game of the year. Had a touchdown, rushing touchdown, in uh, 325 yards. Henry had two touchdowns, 17. Looked back. Watkins had a touchdown, but he's out. Jefferson had two. Kittle had four, disappointing for both those. Ronald Jones had 106 yards, 16 points. King Cole had a touchdown, 11 points, and special teams combined for a very nice 36. On the bench, Jimmy Graham had 12, good up from the pool. AJ Brown was back, 17, it's good to see. So some bench options to fit in for some injuries on 21. 68 for the Muddies. Seems like that's the sort of score they can post. It's not good enough. 20 for Minshew, two touchdowns 300 yards. Montgomery looked good with a rushing touchdown, 11. Allen had 11 with a receiving touchdown, but is questionable for this week. Four for Boyd, disappointing. He's normally better than that. Waller bounced back with 13. Chark had a point, looks in doubt um, with an injury. IU can't afford. special teams can run just for four. So some issues there on the bench. Decisions to make a quarterback, but Madison uh, looked really good, had 18. I'm sure he's gonna play a much, much bigger role. So the Finns, off the mark, beating the Muddies, 121 to 68. The Devils, uh, they're in that sort of 68 range as well, um, which is a little tough one, but the Wipeouts 92 defeated them. Just look at the Wipeouts, Jackson had 11. A couple of touchdown passes that he didn't need to do too much. Hunt looked very good. Obviously, with Chubb going down, he had 18, had a receiving touchdown. 27, Hopkins, just a beast. 131 yards, in a receiving TD. Four for Locker, five for Hooper. Anderson's been probably the surprise pack of the year. 112 yards, 16 points. McLaren had two, special teams combined for nine. Nothing to report on the bench. Uh, 92, solid number. Got to get over 100, I think, on a weekly basis to be a real contender. Um, but the White Bats are still in the game. For the Mudcats, six... Sorry, for the Devils, six for Jones. Elliott had 22, two rushing touchdowns. He's probably gonna get a lot more work now. Moore didn't didn't score. Gallup had seven. I think Gallup's gonna be a lot better with Dalton. Gronk had five. Just can't see him doing much week to week. Jacobs is a very good running back. 19 points, two touchdowns, 77 yards. Green didn't score. I think Green's done for for the time being. He's got another hamstring injury. Broncos were on a buy, last minute buy, you that's what I was talking about. And special teams came behind for eight on the brand bench. Thirty-one for Rugs. Looks like a really good rookie. Uh, so that's something to look out for. Final game we're going to check out. Very low scoring, disaster fest. Budgie, seventy-seven defeated the Hamsters fifty. Good budgies. Twenty-five for Watson. He had three TDs. Look pretty good. Amara at 11 points, mostly receiving. He's going to get points no matter what happens. Cooper had two. Dak's going to be a big uh, loss. Cup had six. Not one of his better weeks. Ebron didn't score. because um, He had a fumbled offset some of his yards. Robinson had two. He had a fumble as well. But he'll do better against uh, your lesser uh, running defences. Brown had 16. Special teams combined for 15. Not much on the bench except um, Taylor at 12. Getting a lot of yardage hamson has got scored 50. Uh, it's just, yeah, it, it doesn't look like their year. Usually they're always scrapping around. But uh, that, that thought of a party on, on draft night might have been just a killer. Wilson at 21, it's going to be great for the whole season, three touchdown passes. Bell had six, but as I mentioned, Bell's moving on, and I think he will probably be a lot better in Kansas City. Diggs has been a surprise packer, he had 100 yards, 15 points. Smith didn't score. Um, It's going to be a fluid kind of New Orleans situation with Thomas coming back. Ertz didn't score. Judy had the bye. Another victim there last minute. Special teams combined for eight. On the bench, besides quarterbacks, Claypool at 49. Hard to predict. Certainly would have won this one. But unfortunately, it was a loss uh, to to the Hamsters. So, let's have a quick look at where we are with the standings. uh, In the... North, there's two teams at 4 and 1. The Queens and the Maulers. And there's a 3 and 2 team. Right now, 1, 2 and 4 ranked teams in the league coming from the 1 division. A couple of wild cards maybe there. In the south, the Cows are 3 and 2. A game ahead of the Dockers who are 2 and 3. And the 3-0 1 and 4, but scoring points, are not completely out of it. In the east, Crabs are 4 and 1. Muddy's 2-3 Two and three, and Costanzas are one and four. So right now, no one's undefeated, and everybody's won something. In the West, the three and two Budgies lead the division, from the two and three Devils and the one and four Hamsters. Uh, upcoming games, very interesting. Crabs play the Hamsters. It could be a uh, bloodbath, really. Costanzas play the Devils. If Costanzas can win this one, it sort of keeps them going for the season. Queens play the Mudcats. Shouldn't be too difficult for the Queens. Cows play the Maulers. That's going to be a great game. Two, four, and one teams. Dockers play the Wipeouts. That's also a good one. Two, three, and two teams. Very important game, that one. The Budgies play the Finns. I'm calling the Finns to win that one. So, as we wrap up this week, uh, as I said before, some interesting stuff going on in terms of um, bye weeks coming at the last minute. Think about that, guys. Secondly, trade this week Elliot's gone to the crabs from the devils uh for eckler and some draft picks i think rebuilding phase long term rebuilding phase for the devils is in order i mean just you know, the, my kind of view on it is keeping zeke at 70 bucks totally get it but it's you know it's nice to have some low cost rookies coming out of the draft it is a gamble sometimes hard to pick but a lot of them stick so um. that's it for this week have a good one everybody stay well bye for now Bud Light presents
0: Real Men of Genius Real Men of Genius Today we salute you Mr. Pet Toy Designer Mr. Pet Toy Designer Nothing keeps Puppy from chewing our $100 shoes like $400 worth of little squeaky rubber shoes. Squeakity squeak now. The ham chop, the dog phone, the kooky cucumber. All incredibly lifelike when viewed by an unintelligent colorblind animal. Food. There's not a toy you make that dogs don't love. But then again, they also eat their own poop. Eat their own poop. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, oh champion of the chew toy. After all, in the time someone threw you a bone. Mr. Pet toy Designer. Bud Light Beer, Isaac Bush, St. Louis, Missouri.